fantasy booking at its finest. Neil and Sean go back in time and rewrite some of the biggest moments in wrestling history, from WWE to AEW and more. Join us on our journey as we repave the path of wrestling as we know it on this episode of From Corner to Corner. And welcome to a new episode of From Corner to Corner. I am Sensational Sean, and he is Narcissistic Neil. I mean, Sensational Sean, you know what? I knew they were coming back. I did too. I knew they were coming back. Because that's what they do. That's what they do. Happy New Year, everybody! New Year! Fireworks. (laughs) We are officially out of 2021 and into 2022. Hopefully you all have had a great Christmas break and ready to tackle this new year. And uh, what we're going to do tonight, we're going to do a little bit of year in review of the WWE and AEW and wrestling that was. And then we're going to give you some... Exciting news about the podcast itself. So, kind of do a state of the podcast. A state of the podcast, state of the union. Yeah. So, did you have a good Christmas? Man, it was exciting. We just got back from vacation. Nice. Surprised the kids. Uh, we left the day after Christmas. So, uh, we've went down to Tybee Island right outside Savannah, Georgia. Nice. Spent the week. And it's a beautiful area. We've it, been there before. Fantastic. Yeah. So, well, awesome, awesome. I, I, we uh, we just kind of chilled around the house because we did our little weekend vacation, you know, a couple weeks ago. So normally we go to Gatlinburg at, at, after Christmas, but you wouldn't get in any place this year. I right. mean, them places were book solid right. six months ago. Right. It's like 2020, nobody could go anywhere. 2021, everybody went everywhere. Right. So... <laughs> So hopefully maybe we'll get back to normal and get to go back next uh, next year. Right. So, and I think you know, using that as a segue into pro wrestling, I think things are getting back to normal. Yes. Uh, you know, twenty twenty was such a goofy year. Uh, we spent most of twenty twenty without fans in attendance at events. You know, and that and that carried on into 2021. You know, we heard at Wrestlecade whenever we were there uh, listening to the uh, to the Busted Open podcast. Matt Hardy talked about that and how he debuted in an empty arena, right? And you know, he how said how weird it was, how weird it was, and how they used you know as a wrestler, you're taught to play off the uh, the audience, the fans, and there's nothing none of that there. The best line that he had. It gives me goosies just thinking about it. Was we wouldn't be who we are if it wasn't for the fans. Right. Right. And that's cool. Right. Because, you know, we kind of want to believe that, but the wrestlers that we talked to over WrestleCade weekend obviously confirmed that. Right. That if it wasn't for the fans in the seats, I mean, the crowd reactions is what. Gets the whole thing going. I mean, man, that match between Buddy Murphy or Buddy Matthews and um, Malachi, Malachi Black. Black, the crowd was so into that. Right. And I, I just can't imagine. And, I mean, you take the same match, and it's in an empty arena. Yeah. And it's like, Jiminy Christmas. But you think it was 
20 plus years ago that Mick Foley and The Rock did their empty arena match during halftime of the Super Bowl. Do you remember yeah, that? I like, do remember that. And and I remember watching that as a kid and being like, oh, you know, that's super cool. I bet it was super awkward. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, that was Especially plus, for those two guys. Right. That was 20 plus years ago. Yeah. I mean, The Rock, the most electrifying man in sports entertainment, the people's champion, there's no people. Right. And 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 he has moves that get interacted during the match right. with wrestler or right. with the, the fans. Right. And there's nobody to do that. Right. So we're fortunate that as 21, uh, 21 progressed, we saw fans come back into attendance. We got to see it started with start with the pay per views. Yeah. Uh, and then and WrestleMania was the first one, I think. I think so. And then you had them start touring again. Yeah. So that was that was really good to see. You know, of course, some of the other things that happened during the year. We had I had a list right here. AEW Dark Elevation premiered on YouTube. Pretty cool, right? Yeah. Because uh, anytime we we talk all the time that there's not enough TV time. We say that you know you have three hours on television. AEW is finding a way to extend that. It's going to YouTube. Not everybody f- follows that, but at least on YouTube, it's there anytime you want to access it. Right. Uh, we also saw the WWE Network switch over to Peacock. Yeah, that was a big thing. Well, and it come with a lot of mixed reviews. I'm still not a fan. I mean, it switched over, I think, with WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, there were some people that still were still had the WWE Network because they had paid, but uh, it started phasing out. So you look April through December, that's a good, you know, that's a good window of time. And I I still hate it, if I'm being honest. I don't like it for two reasons. One, you can't pause it, rewind it, fast forward it, or anything like that. And... You know, I'm not always at the house to be able to start to pay for you right on time. Right. A lot of times I have to start later. Right. Well, now whenever you start later, you're jumping right into it. Right. And then when it's over with, it's not readily available right at the beginning. You have to wait till the next day. Right. And then the other thing is, it's really hard to search what you're looking for. Right. They've got it all in seasons. Right. And, you know, once you kind of figure out the formula, it's a little bit easier, but... That's the two things I don't like. Now, Peacock itself I like because they've there's other stuff that you can watch right. for the same price. So th- that part of it is is good. I just don't understand why they took the the pause and, and rewind and, and stuff feature out of it. Well, and, and I'm like you. I'm not always, you know, with the kids and everything, I can't always start right at 7 or right at 8 o'clock, whatever time it starts. Yeah. And it's kind of a pain in the backside to have to come in at whatever point it is in the pay-per-view. Yeah. And then if you want to watch what you missed, you have to wait until the next day. When I mean, because it's... The, and, and, and that was kind of my problem with the WWE Network is I couldn't play the pay-per-view as soon as the pay-per-view was over. I'm like, you just recorded it. Like, it was just there. Yeah. Why can't I watch? Like, I should be able to watch it again. I know there's logistical things there, but... I wasn't as frustrated with WWE Network as I am with Peacock. Uh, I'm hoping as we go into 2022 and we, they get more, you know, more time under their belt, we see more stuff debut on it. I'm hoping it becomes a little more user friendly. Yeah, agreed. Some other things that happened: we had uh, AEW held its first ever house show, 
So they they were just doing TV tapings and pay-per-views. Uh, they held their first house show in April 9th. Uh, and then in May 30th, they held the first full-capacity show. We had done WrestleMania, but it wasn't full capacity. Right. So they held their first full capacity show May 30th. Uh, we had, I'm trying to think, there was, in July, Raw and SmackDown started uh, touring again, and that was nearly after a year of using the Thunderdome. Yeah. You know, people, people rag on the WWE for a lot of things. I give them a little bit of credit here. Was it like fans being there? No. But they had the screens on the hard camera side, so at least you got the perception of fans being there. Right. Uh, I, I, I got into a few of those shows and a few of the pay-per-views. And it was weird because as you're watching it, you'll have this person come in and the, that you can hear. And it's like, all right, guys, it's time to cheer. So, like, they were kind of directing you what to do. And, of course, they're still pumping in noise. That's right. just that's just part of it. But it was kind of cool to at least see well, people can, there. You can say this. The WWE knows how to get, something, get people through a pandemic. Right. Right. They didn't stop. No. They kept putting it on empty gymnasium right at the beginning. Right. You know, you think back, we did a little bit of a tribute on 9-11. And we talked about how Vince said, we got to put the country, we got to get the country back together. Mm -hmm. And within three days of that transpiring, Mm -hmm. you know, they were back on TV to give give the people something else to think about. So, say all you want about the WWE, ride on them and crap on them or whatever you want. But when it comes to entertaining people... They've, that, been, doing, they've that, been doing a long time. That's what they do. They've been doing a long time. Yeah. Uh, maybe the biggest event of the year. The first episode of AEW Rampage was on August 13th. Yep. Do you remember what happened the next week? I do. Why don't you tell us what happened? We had the return after seven years of absence of Mr. Phil Brooks, a.k.a. CM Punk. Or as MJF has been calling him towards the end of 21, PG Punk. <laughs> so, and that was a huge deal. You know, we, we, we talked about the emotion that came from that. Yeah. Not only does it show how much fans had missed him in particular, but it showed how emotional and the emotional attachment that people have to wrestlers in general that you don't get if they're not live. You know, the the one thing that I remember about that night the most is it was right off the beginning of the show. We're watching it. You hear the chant, CM Punk, CM Punk, CM Punk. I mean, because we had said it's the worst kept secret in right. wrestling. It's like everybody knew. And they're cheering it. And then his music hits. And it's like they didn't even know he was coming. The, the pop was well, so loud. I, it's almost like it was, well, we hear that it's going to happen. We're going to chant it. But there was still that doubt. Right. Mm, I'm not so sure. Until he walks out that ramp, I don't believe it. Right. And I was kind of that way. Yeah. I was, you know, like, until I see him come out, I don't believe it. He came out. And... I am happy to say that he's he's basically a full time guy now, mm-hmm. which which is good 
uh, I, I, I think it could have been damaging for him to turn back into a part-time wrestler and leave again. So uh, I am glad that he is doing the uh, full-time thing. Right, and we talked about it. We don't anticipate him being around a long time. No, I don't think so. But, I mean, I would say if he's still there in five years, they've got more than enough run out of him. Right, right. And I I seriously doubt it would be that long. Right. Of course, you had the two biggest names, I would think, that switched companies <laughs> yeah. happened this year Yeah, uh, with Adam Cole and Daniel Bryan. Yeah. I mean, both of them happened on the same show. Yeah, and so... I mean, so so that is definitely, definitely a big deal. Yeah, I mean, there were there were huge stars in the WWE. Well, and Daniel Bryan's already, you know, in the main event scene. Well, and he basically has been since the beginning. Yeah. So, and then one of the saddest things that happened was we found out the Ring of Honor is going on hiatus. Uh, I think it's going to be tough for them to restart. I think they're using this as a rebrand opportunity, but they've they've released all their wrestlers from their contracts. Mm-hmm. We've seen Jay Lethal show up already. We've heard reports that Matt Taven, the Briscoe brothers, uh, uh, Jonathan Gresham, um, Glacier even, some of the guys who have been well-known with Ring of Honor, have been backstage at the other at the other promotions. Um, I would imagine that that we will see them soon. So well, one would think they're probably going to not all go one direction, right? You would. The you, Briscoes have impact written all over them. Maybe, but I could also see where they have AEW written all over them. They're kind of that edgy, which is the way AEW is kind of moving right now. They're AEW has the all the makings of trying to. Rekindle and re and like recatch all the the attitude that came with the Attitude Era, all the edginess that came with the Attitude Era. Uh, we've seen exploding ring matches. We've seen Cody Rhodes uh, set himself on fire off a suplex off the ropes through a flaming table. Just blood and the things that. Wrestling had kind of got away from since the Attitude Era. AEW is trying to re reignite that and bring it back. And you know, kudos to them because there's a lot of people that have not watched pro wrestling since the Attitude Era. That's what they associate pro wrestling with, and they and they'll tell you it just hadn't been the same since The Rock and Austin and Goldberg and yada yada yada. And man, would it hurt you to have a little bit of blood and yada. Well, you know, this isn't the '80s, okay? Right. I mean, we watched. A hardcore no DQ match at WrestleCade. Right. We and, saw a lot of blood. And I'm going to be honest with you. There were points in that match that was hard to watch. Yeah. Yeah. And it's because I think a lot of times it's so unnecessary. Yeah. Which is why I have such a hard time watching GCW. Why I have a hard time following Nick uh, Gage. Now, he has a huge following, cult-like following. Yeah. But I just can't get into it. I feel like a lot of it's unnecessary. Yeah, and like the spots that they did in that match that we saw with the light bulbs was way more PG than 
the Nick Gage stuff, right? Because, right. I mean, Nick Gage and them, they swing at full force. Right. Those guys just barely went, went just tap. You right. know, they just basically tapped them on the head just to make the light bulbs pop. Right. You know, so, which I'm glad because we were sitting two rows deep and we're like, I hope the glass doesn't come this way. Right. You know, because right. we were, I did not want glass landing on me. You know, kudos, though, to the ring crew. That night, yeah, they would not go to the next match until the and and it was the owner that came out and he was checking. They made sure the the blood was all wiped up. They made sure that all the glass was picked up. Yeah, they definitely cared about not only the safety of their performers that followed, yeah, but also the fans as well. Right. So kudos to AML and uh, Tracy Myers. Yep, for sure. So you're talking about a, a, a bit of sad news there. Would would throw some of that out there too. WWE just started cleaning the house, man. They 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 just started throwing people out of their lockers. Oh, they sure did. I mean, they had to been twenty plus, maybe thirty plus people, right? And AEW signed twenty or thirty plus people, right? Right. I mean, at one point, it was like anybody that they released. Oh, Kalisto's gone. I'm Come fairly on. certain that they they hired the janitor. That mailed Mickey James's stuff to her. Oh man, that's so bad. After he got fired from the WWE, that was so bad. <laughs> I mean, we've talked about that on yeah. our on our AEW WWE versus us show. Yeah. That I have a hard time believing that Tony Khan and or Vince McMahon would ever have somebody do that. Right. I mean, it's just poor taste. Right. So the fact that that happened. Blows my mind. Right. Uh, you know, and if you listen to our Christmas episode, you heard that my letter to Tony Baloney says, for the love of Pete, stop signing every single WWE wrestler that's out there. Right. Okay? Because, as Adam said on our show, eventually the rent's going to come due. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to be like, oh, Maybe I don't need three thousand wrestlers. Tony, Tony's dad might be like, um, you know, just because we have money doesn't mean you need to be spending it. You're not making enough money off of these guys to be paying all these guys. You know, and 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 to finish this this segment out, I hope and 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 I truly hope that AEW can get to that. 1 million viewer mark on a consistent basis. Because right now, they're the only game in town on Wednesday nights. There's really no reason that they're not. They're staying consistent around the, you know, seven, eight hundred thousand, edging close to 900. But they want to become, you know, all you, all you hear from their from their fans is that they want to be competition. Well, not that they want to be competition, that they are competition. We're competition. We're competition. They're scared. We're in Vince's head. Yada, yada, yada. Bro, you're not even hitting a million viewers when you're the only wrestling show on TV. Yeah. Now, I'm not knocking it because I'm, as we've talked, we're pro wrestling fans, and I'm excited that we have 900,000 people that are watching pro wrestling on Wednesday nights. Well, I, I I think it's easier to... Now that they are the only one, because it gives you the opportunity to watch them. When they're going up to up against 
NXT. Oh, no, let's not talk about NXT. It was it, it was hard to be able to watch both of them. Right. You know. Yeah, it definitely. We I mean, we, talk about I, that, that I, was the old nice, shiny, fantastic black and, black and gold NXT that doesn't exist anymore. I mean, I purposely did not talk about NXT because of the damage, self-inflicted damage that WWE did to their best wrestling show. Yeah, I like. It just makes me sick, and of course we have. AEW Dynamite that is now moving Turner stations, so they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna be debuting on TBS. Hopefully, they'll stop getting jerked around and they can keep a consistent time slot on a consistent channel. Yeah, because that really hurts them. Right, right. But 2021 was a interesting year. Roman held the belt the entire year. Yeah. Uh, you had the WWE title was uh, changed hands start of the year with Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. He lost it to The Miz, who then lost it to Bobby Lashley, who then lost it to Big E. So the title. I mean, that's kind of a big deal, right? That we had two, you know, African American, you know, world title holders this year, right? You know, for. For, for so long, you never saw that. Right. You know, they, they always got close. I mean, April through the uh, end of the year. Yeah, which which is fantastic, right? We, we need to see that. Well, and you know, even more fantastic is both of the, both Bobby Lashley and Big E won their belts on Monday Night Raw. Yeah. So, we don't see that very often. Right. Uh, of course, the AEW world title, and we've talked about this, it doesn't change hands very often. Right. I mean, Kenny Omega almost held the belt the entire year. Yeah. I venture to say, had he not had the injuries. Probably would have. He probably does. Yeah. So, that's one of the things that, uh, you know, that uh, AEW does well is they give their champions time to um, develop. I know that, uh, like the TNT title. It shouldn't be easy. Right. For the champion to lose. Right. Right. You put them, you you make them the champion for a reason, right? So it shouldn't just turn hands over and over and over. They use the uh, briefcase to get it off of uh, Bobby and onto Big E. Big E. Yep. So I mean, the briefcase normally plays into that, and then the whole. Like, Miz got help because Bobby helped him do it, and then part of the deal was that they get a match. That was about 48 hours of horrible TV. Well, and it's one of those things that that started because they put the briefcase on Otis because somebody thought that would be a good idea. <laughs> right, right. Um, and we said when that happened, that was a terrible idea. Yeah, they didn't know where to go with it. it you know, I can see, <laughs> that's good stuff, pal. I can see that going on backstage at uh, at a table somewhere and then you put it on Otis and then you're like oh crap we have the briefcase on Otis who was at that time a tag team guy right it was bad but uh Britt Baker she she uh won the title in 21 hasn't lost it right um the TNT title only has changed hands twice so AEW does a really good the tag team titles only changed hands uh one time, they do a really good job of letting their champions have lengthy runs. Yeah. Um, in terms of world titles in WWE, as we've said, about six months. 
uh, unless your name's Roman Reigns. Yeah, it is about is about how long you get. So. Those are just some of the things that happened in 2021. I'm sure that there's that there's things that that we missed. Of course, you know there were Becky Lynch welcomed a baby, uh, Lacey Evans welcomed a baby. Um, you know we had lots of wrestlers as as you mentioned that left. We had wrestlers that came back. All in all, I think it was. A really good year with all things considered. Right. You know, the best thing that happened in 2021, right? We created this podcast. We started this podcast. Right. Four years in the making. Yeah. Thank ne- you, Jeff Jarrett. Never thought it was going to happen. Just in case you're listening, Jeff Jarrett, it's all about you and David LaGreca. <laughs> Never thought it would happen. <clears throat> Speaking of David LaGreca, I mean, how, how big a deal is this, right? We got to follow. On the old Twitter machine, Twitter machine, Twitter, Twitter, Twitter machine, by from from David Lagreca. That's pretty cool, right? So, I mean, Sean has, I mean, marked out for about a month over that. <laughs> right. I'm pretty sure if he were to apply for a new job, that would be on his resume. <laughs> I am, I am followed on Twitter by David Lagreca. <laughs> My Twitter machine is followed by Dave LaGreca. Hey, you know, whenever you get a blue check mark, that's a big deal. So, we did start the podcast. And we and we have talked about this at great length that we've had several discussions that if we weren't going to do it, then we need to stop talking about it. Right. And we had stopped talking about it for a long time. We had talked about it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Never happened. We stopped talking about it. Something would happen. We talk and talk, 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 talk. Stop talking about it. And finally, you were on vacation. I suggested the Jeff Jarrett podcast to you. Yeah. You came back in love. Yeah. You said I've listened to every one of them. <laughs> yeah. And you continue to listen to every one of them. Yeah. And I said, you know what? I mean, sure, he's Jeff Jarrett, and he's wrestled for in four decades. Sure, he has the Pod Father Conrad Thompson with him. Why can't we start a podcast? Right. And you're like, well, we've talked about it. But if we're not going to do it, then let's stop talking about yeah, it. I straight up told you. I said, yeah. look, I, this is where I'm at with it. Right. We either do this or I don't want to ever hear you say it ever again. And I was like, fair enough. Let's do it. And here we are five months and a week later. Yeah. I mean, J- July 24th was the first day of our um, podcast. That, that was our first podcast. It was the Hogan Turns Heel. Hogan Turns Heel. Now, obviously, that first episode, we've never truly replicated, right? right. Um, and do you know why? It's because that was always the first episode that I had in mind. I had thought about that episode for four years. Yeah. Because that's kind of what got the whole podcast thing started. Right, and... You know, since we're talking about it, when we first started talking about doing the podcast, it was just probably going to be like any other wrestling podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, we come in here and talk about AEW, WWE, and Impact, whatever, every week, blah, 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 do that stuff. And then you were like, but there's so many of those. Everybody does that. How, how do we How do we differentiate ourselves? Right. Right. And then... And then one day you were like, 
man, what if what if Hulk Hogan would have turned heel at the, at the Royal Rumble at one day? And then you were like, man, I think that's the podcast. Yeah. Like, wh- what if we do what if scenarios? Right. And 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 what 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 was the reason I told you? I want to do what if scenarios because you can't be right or wrong. Nobody can tell me I was wrong. Right. And it's, I, it's, it's all opinion. And I don't like being told I'm wrong. Right. And you know, we all like living in a little bit of world of fantasy. Right. And we listen to Bully and and, and Dave LeGrec all the time. We've made this comment before that Bully all the time says, "If I had the pencil, if I had the pencil, I would have done it this way." And it usually makes sense. You have done that so many times that I can't even tell you that way. I'd be driving along and you go, you know what I would have done with that last night if I had the pencil? And it and it always is better, right? right? And I'm not saying that they they do a poor job of it. We've talked about this till we're blue in the face, that a lot of times they just rush the storylines to the point that they don't have time to take the pencil and be creative. Right. I just, we just got to get this storyline. Like, that's one good thing that AEW does do is they do take time to tell those stories. Right. So, with that being said, anyways, getting back to why we just didn't want to do a regular podcast, those were the things why. Because like, we can look back at those types of moments in history and, like, Man, what if they would have done this? Right. Right? Right. When we were on the Wrestlecade trip, you had a lady reach out to us on Facebook asking us if we could rewrite Shawn Michaels not breaking his back. At Right? No, it was Shawn Michaels not retiring at WrestleMania. Oh, not retiring. I got you. Yep. Okay. So we're going to try to do that show. We'll do it as a bonus episode, hopefully sometime this month. And look, if you guys want us to do something like that, shoot us a message. You, if you don't know how to reach us now, I mean, we're on every freaking social media platform that there is. Um, we would love to do that kind of stuff. Because right. believe it or not, as full of knowledge as our brains are, we can't think of every single moment that was a major moment in history. Right. Right. So I, I, I get that. So I'm, but that's what's fun about the what if part, mm-hmm. right? Is the fact that we literally can do this stuff. And we've done a lot of that. We've done different varieties of shows throughout this thing. The whole month of December was so far off of what our normal thing is, but we wanted it to be fun. I mean, if right? you couldn't tell that we were having fun during our fantasy pay-per-view show, then you're obviously not paying attention. Yeah, I mean, we laughed at the whole daggone thing. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I paid for Optimus Prime to be here. <laughs> right, right. And you, if you can't tell that we recorded all those episodes that weekend, then something's wrong with you because my voice was completely shot. Yeah. So I'm still battling with it, and it's been a month. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that's that's why this is so fun. Right. Right. So we uh, – one of the things – you know, I got a little – blurb that come up on the 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 thing the other day because like it, it showed us how many listeners we've had and how many minutes of this i mean we've had over 1500 minutes of recorded podcast stuff at this point we're probably close to 40 shows uh maybe a little bit more um 
We've got six fans that listen to our podcast more than any other podcast that they listen to. I'd be willing to bet that at least four of them probably don't listen to any other podcast. But that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because they're listening to ours. And 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 that's that's the cool part is that we've we've been able to see our audience grow, and we're 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 trying to try, we're trying new things. Uh, we're trying to get our name out there a little more. We right. made we we were able to make some connections at WrestleCape. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were able to put our name out there a little more. Uh, we, we've really made big strides on social media here lately. Uh, really trying to push, you know, Twitter and Facebook a lot more. Still trying to get the whole TikTok thing down because I wish I was as creative as some of the people that are on TikTok are. I swear I really do. Because right. if we ever got to the point that we could get big on t- TikTok, but you've got to have a niche on TikTok. You know, and and I don't know that we're a niche on TikTok kind of guy, so or guys. Of course, you know we've got some big things. We've got some big things planned for twenty twenty two. I mean, we, and it's funny that one of the maybe the one of the biggest things that we have planned started when we were recording our fantasy booking show, right? right. And 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 we were having fun, and and I. What our show's based off is what if, and I looked at you and I said, what if we dot, 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 and you looked at me and said, that's it. Yeah. You got it. That That is it. Right. And if, if you don't recall, we, we talked about creating the... Corner to corner All Star Wrestling Association C two C A W no A S A W A C two C A S W A yeah there we go I'll get it down on the WWE two K game mm-hmm. create our own belts mm-hmm. and play these pay per views out let the computer play it out and we're gonna call the matches <laughs> and we're gonna do it on YouTube we are so you'll be able to see the action. And hear the action. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, I'm already a great play-by-play guy, but can you imagine the color that 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 Neil is going to offer on some of these things? Buckley, it's all I can tell you. I have talked to a few people, and they said I would watch that in a heartbeat. Right, right? now, what we're going to have to try to figure out is. We got to get the number right on, on on the length of time, right? right. We're going to have to play around with it a little bit, and because we don't want it to be an hour and a half, right? Because that'll get boring real fast, right? And we don't have an hour and a half of time to do that, right? But I think we're going to start out with doing our pay per views mm-hmm. and see where that goes. I mean, we would love for it to go to a weekly episodic television show. I mean, could you imagine <laughs> a year from now? This is this is this is where your mind can go crazy. This week in the rankings, SmackDown had two point two million viewers. <laughs> Raw had one point seven million viewers. AEW had nine hundred and sixty seven thousand viewers. And C two C A S W A had seven hundred fifty thousand viewers. <laughs> Who the hell is that? Oh, that's a that's a make believe. <laughs> Wrestling league that's yeah. on 
YouTube. Didn't you watch last week? <laughs> Dusty Rhodes beat Kenny Omega in a ladder match. Right, for the world title. <laughs> <laughs> Just goofy stuff. Right. So, so that's on the horizon. It is. Right. We're, we're hoping... We're hoping to have that in place soon. Well, we're hoping that probably not Royal Rumble weekend, but probably the weekend after, we're going to drop Corner to Corners. What did I tell you the name was? Majestic Melee. The Majestic Melee. Corner to Corners Majestic Melee. Which is our version of the Royal Rumble. <laughs> I mean, we already had Starmageddon. Right. Right. So why can't we have the Majestic Melee? It's our podcast. It's our podcast. We'll do, apparently our YouTube show. We'll do whatever we want to. <laughs> it's, our, it's our wrestling organization. Right. I mean, listen, if I will bring Optimus Prime onto set to be part of the podcast, hey, I got tons of Monopoly bucks in the pocket. <laughs> I will open the wallets. VKP. We'll take care of you. Right. I know what the fans want. If you need more, you can always go to Walmart right. and buy more fake money. I 100% can. <laughs> and, and don't put it past me. I'll do it. <laughs> that's so funny. So, something else that's big news for us this year. Can we get bigger than that? We are. I think this is really big. Interviews are coming very, very soon. I mean, I had one guy. That was like, are we ready to schedule that interview yet? Are you? Do you want to? Do you want to schedule that interview? Are you? Are you ready to schedule the interview? It is scheduled. It is scheduled, and it's coming pretty soon. It's coming very soon. We have, we have interviews set up with longtime fans. We have interviews set up with independent wrestlers. We have interviews set up with promoters. We have interviews set up with announcers, managers. I mean. If you are a, a fan of wrestling, we're pretty much ready to talk to you. Right. I mean, we one of the <laughs> one of the wrestling guests that we're going to have on is one of our favorite people. He's so entertaining. Yes. He is fantastic. We've got to see him live multiple times. And there's never been a time that I haven't watched him, that I haven't laughed, and I haven't looked at you and was like, he's so dang entertaining. Yeah. I can only imagine how great the interview is going to be. And, and guys, basically these interviews are just set well, up. Well, I mean, when you reached out to him, he's like, yeah, man, I'm down for it. Just, you'll have to remind me because I have ADHD and I will totally forget. Right. <laughs> so, he has just, I mean... His nickname, for goodness sake, is the Sultan of Stank. Okay? <laughs> I don't need to say any more about him. But we want to find out. And, and I think uh, Sean and I both agree that we just want them to be able to, to talk about themselves. Talk about their journey. Yeah. You, know, you know, especially when we're talking to the pro wrestlers. You, you all hear enough of us, right? We want to know more about... The processes, right? You know, these guys are on the indie scenes. Right. Caprice Coleman told us when he was on the busted open thing, wrestling doesn't put all the money, all the food on the table. Right. So he obviously has other forms of income. Right. Which I'm sure most of these guys do. Right. Wrestling is their Friday, Saturday, Sunday thing. Right. Right. 
And I'm sure that Mike's the same way. Right. Right. And, um, but as two guys that would have loved to have traveled that road. Right. We want to live it vicariously through them. And I think once we get started getting interviews, then it will be easier for us to get interviews. We'll feel more comfortable with how we want the interviews to go. Um, So that's that's super exciting. And and, and we're going to drop those in addition to what our schedule already is. Right. So these will be bonus episodes. They're going to be bonus episodes. So I mean, there'll be weeks that you get your Mount Rushmore show on Wednesday. You get your corner to corner show on Saturday, and you might get a bonus episode on a random Tuesday or a Monday or because the way we're doing those via zoom and we want it to be real and raw, no editing kind of thing. Right. So we'll almost be able to upload them that night. Like, like it's going to be that quick. We we don't want them to sit around and wait to be posted because part of our growth plan is that we're going to leverage they're following, and yeah. their and their and their reach to try to not only promote themselves, but also promote our podcast as well. Right, and that's the that's the way we have to do it, right? Because their fans are going to want to hear the interview, right? And then they're going to be like, "Well, what's this podcast all about?" Right. Let's listen to this podcast. So obviously, we're going to be able. We're going to try to take advantage of that, right? Obviously, we're going to try to get them to cut us some some promos and right. stuff like that. Going, hey, this is so and so, and you're listening to the From Corner to Corner podcast, right? You know, because we're stupid if we don't take advantage of those opportunities, right? But the thing about it is, you that's one of the reasons why we're looking at the independent scene is because you never know, you know, if one of these interviews goes viral someday right. and. Vincent McMahon's like, who the heck is so-and-so? Right. And where did they come from? Well, they're an independent wrestler, and they were trending today on Twitter because they were on the corner-to-corner podcast. Some goofy podcast they did an interview on. I don't know. Or if... Maybe I'm just, you know, smack, smack, wake up, wake up. He's just podcast goofing. But... Also, if these guys that we've got to see in North Carolina that are traveling, if they come locally, because, I mean, OVW is a pretty good size wrestling promotion that's just right up the road. Hopefully, we can generate some interest in some of these guys. Not only can you look them up on uh, on the Google, on the Twitter machines, on the Facebook, on the Instagrams, uh, on, the, on, on the YouTubes, but you can also... When they're close, you can go catch these guys, and that's the biggest way that we can support a lot of these indie guys that are having to work two and three jobs right. to tr- to chase this dream that they have is by going and watching them when they're when, when they're in attendance or like when they're wrestling close uh, and being in attendance, going on pro wrestling tees and buying their merchandise. So that's I mean our hope really we want to help grow our podcast from these interviews, but we want to help promote these guys. Right. We want to get more people to hear about guys like White Mike, guys like Caprice Coleman, guys like Gustavo. We want to, people to know these names. Blackdish Jack. I would love to have that dude on. 
Okay, I'm sure he is super entertaining and super interesting. I bet he's got a great story. Yeah. And I'm sure people may recognize Caprice Coleman's name that we just said. People probably don't recognize the other three names. Right. And our goal is to get them to know those guys. I mean, the Iron Demon, Shane Mercer. Legendary Larry Larry D. Max Sled. We want people to – and those are local guys. Right. We want people to know these guys. If we can use our podcast to help them promote themselves, get their name out there, and on the flip side, it helps us get followers and listeners and grow our fan base, it's a win-win situation, and that's right. what we plan on it happening. Right. Yep. So, <clears throat> a lot of exciting stuff. Yep. And the one thing about it is – we don't know if it'll work, but we know one thing. If we don't do it, it definitely won't work. Right. And if we don't try these things, and we might not get any more than the four interviews that we have lined up right now. Right. But I got a feeling that if the interview with the guys from AML go well, it's going to be like, hey, who else would you be able to get it? Would, it, would, right. would somebody else be interested? Would 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 Timmy want to do it? You know, would Gustavo want to do it? You know, all these other guys that we saw on the card, I bet you Caprice Coleman would do it if we tried. And we're going to try. I mean, listen, I tell Sean all the time, worst thing they can tell me is no. Right. So. Right. I mean, that's why we sent out emails to, you know, Impact and NWA and uh, who was the other one? Uh, OVW and stuff like that. Trying to request interviews with their wrestlers and stuff. If if we don't ask, we're never going to get we're never going to get anywhere with it. Right. And uh, I think we're kind of in the we're in the world now where people are trying to figure out a way to make themselves more available and get their name out. I mean, Danhausen <clears throat> is a perfect example. Yeah. He used the hardest time as a pro wrestler to grow his social media interact with his fans and turn himself into a major star. Right. Right. He's another one that we we should ask cuz he was fantastic. He was great. He he was uh, very very charismatic during that interview. So. And then, you know, guys, we'll be coming up in July on our 1 year. Uh we haven't talked about our 1 year episode yet, but I can I can only imagine that it's going to be something so something grand. Uh and it's one of those things that when, when we get to that year mark, if things that we're doing aren't working, we're going to back up, we're going to punt, and we're going to find some new things to do. Right. But I think Sean and I are both determined to make this podcast grow and make this podcast work. Yep. And we're willing to do you know, the heavy lifting early on to reap the benefits and rewards later on. Yes. So what can you all do to help us? Right? We're going to be a little selfish here. Mm-hmm. We need you on whatever social media platform you're on. We're on them all. Mm-hmm. Invite all of your friends to like our, our, our pages. I mean, on, on Facebook, literally, it is as simple as going to our page, scrolling over on the, on the links to the community page, going there, and then... There's a spot on your community page to invite all your friends. Right. You click that, send, 
10 seconds or less, it will have sent invitations to like our page to every single one of your friends. Right. Encourage them to to try our podcast out. You know, the the audience, our audience is determined off of the listens. Right. It, but it also helps for people to at least go follow our page. Right. Uh, it would be great if we could get the listens, but, you know, in, encourage people to do that. Ask your friend. Put it out on your Facebook page or your Twitter page and go, hey, who of my friends are wrestling fans? Right. And if someone says, I'm a wrestling fan, share the link to our page. Right. And say, hey, check the show out. Right. Because that's that's the types of things that's, that's going to take for us to, to be able to do that. And... Uh, and that, and that's and that's what we got to do in order to be able to continue to grow this. We enjoy doing this audience for the listeners that listen to us, but we would much rather have a bigger audience. And uh, so that that's our goal. That's our goal for 2022 is to you know push this thing to the max and see where we can go with it. I would like to see substantial growth. Um, and I've told you from the get go that I don't I don't ever. Starting this was was my plan was to never become a mega podcast star or uh, you know get an entourage like that's never my plan. I enjoy talking pro wrestling, something that I love with one of my best friends who also loves it, and we get to spend time planning and and recording and laughing and going to events together and doing all that. That's what I wanted to get out of it, but. It sure does help whenever we can look on our uh, data that we get from our podcast sites to see that our listeners are growing. And we see that we're getting more plays every week, it looks like. Mm-hmm. We get unique listens every single week. Right. So, so, so you are doing a good job. We're asking you to put it in overdrive. Let's push this thing to the max, 2022, let's make from corner to corner a household thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, let's uh, let's have a great New Year's weekend. Absolutely. Stay safe. And uh, make good decisions. Watch some great football today. And uh, I don't know about great football. There'll be great football on today. I agree. And I just uh, want to disagree with you for a second. <laughs> and let's... Uh, Let's roll out of here. All right, my man. And we can't roll out of here without thanking our sponsors who've been with us for most of the run. Heiner's White Bread has stuck in there since episode two. So Heiner's White Bread, we thank you. We also thank Darren's Dashing Diners and Computer Repair. Also Crouch Family Bakery, Bread Claws, slinging bread daily. Happy New Year's, guys. Stay safe, friends. That wraps up today's episode. We want to say thanks to all of our listeners. Without you, none of this is possible. If you haven't had a chance yet, please go out and leave us a five-star review on your favorite platform. Make sure to check us out on Facebook at From Corner to Corner, on Twitter at Corner to Corner PC, and on TikTok at From Corner to Corner. You can always reach us on Facebook or on email corner to corner PC at gmail.com. We love you all and we'll see you next time.